On this episode of Monday to Monday, we meet with Rico Cash. We have a conversation. You know, we've been supporting him for a while. Um, years ago, we, we started playlisting him. And it actually really affected his career. He talks all about it. He says what happened after he got on the Monday to Monday playlist. And it's a cool story, especially to me. Is you know, we're always looking to highlight emerging artists. And, and, you know, people who've been on the playlist for a while. Like Lil' Key, Gunna, Tierra Wax. Like, they're not really emerging emerging but we still support you know once you're on the playlist you're kind of on the playlist for life depending on what the song sounds like you know we we have a vibe on the playlist so we can't really playlist anything but we're watching we're supporting and yeah so rico cash you know just dropped a new project called the get back he works with my person in atlanta named guy i was gonna say my guy but his name is guy so look him up guy atl you know he used to be my dj we were on tour when I managed artists, he was the DJ. And you know, he always keeps me updated. So he's like, yo, check out Rico's new project. I checked it out and I believe in him, you know? And so we playlisted it. And then I saw Young Thug, give him a shout out on Instagram. I saw Lil Baby do it and that's a big deal, you know? So we're about to dive into the uh, podcast. I think you guys are gonna enjoy this one. We're making these very business focused. So I speak with Rico Cash about playlisting and cosigns okay but anyway we have the voicemail now you can text us or leave a voicemail if you leave a voicemail i could play them on the podcast though so i'm gonna play this one and then i'm gonna answer the question and if you need the phone number i'm mike boy jr on instagram just go to my instagram it's in the bio it's a 314 number because i'm from st louis all right so let's go yo this is james wanting to know how i can get down with this nft revolution you got going on so uh Instagram, James Let's Go. James uh, Let's Go. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so he's on Instagram as James Let's Go. Yeah. I'm gonna look up his Instagram while we're doing this. But um basically he asked about you know how he could get down with NFTs. Now, as Gary V would say, you definitely gotta know what you're doing. NFTs are serious, you know, especially if you're buying and selling them. But my main thing that I've learned being around Gary V and you know, helping some artists. All right, James, I just followed you back. Let's go. But um, my main thing I learned, you know, being around Gary V and the V friends and all that, Andy, um, Avery, James, you know, Gary has an agency, Vayner NFT, check it out. But main thing I learned is all about access. So James, let's see, says creative thought leader. If you're an artist and you're making music, maybe, you know, put out an NFT and say, hey, I love playing the piano. Um, you could be in the studio with me. You could help me play the piano. I'll show you myself playing the piano. You be in the studio with me one time every year for the next 10 years, right? Now, if you ever, you know, blow up big 10 years from now, that might be worth millions of dollars to be in the studio with you. Um, I always tell people recently when I'm talking about NFTs, I say, you know, I was talking to Kendrick Lamar's people when he was releasing Section 80, right? That was a while ago. I don't know how long that was, maybe 10 years, whatever, but I was trying to get him a brand deal for the project. Now, that didn't happen. But if we were doing an NFT, right? And at that point in his career, much smaller than he is now, obviously. So if he put out an NFT and he said, hey, for the next 10 years, anyone who owns this NFT, due to the smart contract, it transfers when you sell it. But that's what a smart contract is. It always is there. So the smart contract could say, one time a year, you get to be in the studio with me while I make music. Can you imagine? If he put that out in 2010, how much it would be worth 10 years later, 2020? 
can you imagine how much people would pay to be in the studio with him it's crazy and that's like the game you know it's the long game with gary v his uh nfts everyone's a ticket to his conference three-year conference right but some of them you get to sit courtside with him at a knicks game if you like basketball if you love gary v you might want to be courtside with him also that's like guaranteed one-on-one time because you can't really get up and move around during the game too much you know what i mean so he has a gift goat nft he sends gifts five times a year i think every year for i don't know how long but that to me is the cool part about nfts it's like the next level of marketing you know it's like d-rock he films gary all the time if he put out an nft the photo could be him with his camera we called like whatever i don't care what it's called but he just makes it known due to the smart contract one time a year five times a year whatever one time a month d-rock will fly to your city and document your day come on man some people would pay a lot of money for that and some people like to flip them you know if you have money buy the freaking nft you believe in resell it whatever that's the game so yo i hope that helped and also i'm working on some cool nft projects with gary v right now so we're getting some of your favorite new artists putting them in the nft game doing it proper doing it with access i can't wait till you guys see it we're working on it right now so there is an opportunity you know keep dming me my dms are getting flooded though so maybe leave a comment but uh we're paying attention for real well yo um thanks for coming on the podcast and what we're doing now is we're touching on topics right because a lot of people who listen to the podcast are emerging artists or managers or just fans of the music but they're trying to get some insights from someone like yourself who's in the game right so one topic we wanted to touch on today was playlisting and guy who you know will jump in and out of the interview on your side but you know that's my dude and so guy hit me and he told me that the playlist really helped you out and like you know that's how you met jeff from your team and like like talk to us about the importance of being on the playlist or any playlist and like how that all worked out and all honesty if i could like rate like what's most important these days and like breaking as an artist or building like playlisting is definitely top three you know what i'm saying because I didn't even know about really playlisting about that until I made, until y'all put me in the playlist and that shit opened so many doors. You know what I'm saying? Like like you said, it met Jeff. It, it widened my my fan base a lot. You know what I'm saying? And Gary supported me, which was crazy because shit, I didn't even expect that. You know what I'm saying? So playlisting is very, very critical. Um, I actually kind of, I kind of bullshitted as far as uh like with this project as far as having everything together playlisting wise pitching wise but um i mean it's never too late but definitely i know once once i really start pitching it this, this project a, a lot of different playlists it's gonna open up a lot more doors you know what i'm saying but oh yeah but playlisting, yeah, for listening sure what are you gonna say playlisting is definitely probably the top three most important hell yeah yeah and for anyone listening i mean that's it's like it's just sharing music with your friends basically you know you got a playlist you like someone you know makes a playlist our monday to monday playlist we're putting you on to stuff that we think you'll enjoy so you if you trust the right playlist that does help an artist you know it helps help spread the word playlists are more important than radio these days hands down there's no question that so if anybody who's listening thinks i mean radio of course is good for mainstream and it's definitely builds familiar familiarity as far like the, the like the public but playlisting 
it's really is it's a trust there like you said it's a trust so they're going to be willing to listen to it versus the playlist they're going to pay who's paid or what's mainstream and you get sick of hearing that shit. yeah 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 i agree man that's why it's like with our playlist monday to monday you know we're trying to highlight people like yourself or like you mentioned before we start recording how we were supporting gunna or keed or whoever yeah. we're trying to highlight people early to help you know this isn't like where you go to listen to drake or exactly. with khalifa's new music you know how you mentioned you saw us working with gunna and keed and that's the whole point yeah. of our playlist is to kind of help people at the beginning you know we're not trying to highlight the biggest artists in the game like we want people to find out about you right now while it matters to you you know what i mean exactly like like i said uh like i was talking about for me personally y'all played a part in me watching what gunner career was hit because i saw like thing about it is is to 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 the fan base it's almost like it's a thing where they want to see where you hit it they want to see the potential they want to see that it's actually finna it's finna happen for this person and so when i saw the interview with gary and i saw him on the playlist and i got i got i kind of seen what was going on i was like damn gonna really he's really finna go you know what i'm saying like he's really is there and then i watched the same thing happen for key when key was building y'all had already went through the process of doing it already so i could see that y'all knew what y'all was doing more and it didn't happen for key and it was all organic with key like i seen how it happened and i was locked up for this part of it i was still sitting through my i had a phone though so i definitely i definitely seen what y'all could do and the kind of the kind of attention or the kind of awareness y'all bring to somebody's career who's up Yo, we appreciate that for real, man. Like, like the kind words and the feedback, like we do appreciate that because you know we're just trying our best. But to hear someone like yourself say that, that means a lot, man. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate y'all. Y'all helped me. Yeah, lot. <laughs> y'all don't even realize it. Like you, it was important for me for you to be on the interview because you know we go back, man. Like, like you mean a lot to me, yeah. and like you always hit me, and I I hit you, and like we communicate and. On, on behalf of myself and Rico, bro, I appreciate you always just taking the time out to listen to whatever I send you. And and when I sent you his music initially, shit, we, we really didn't have that much going on. You know what I'm saying? We really didn't have that much going on. We, you know what I'm saying? We we had the ball rolling in the street, but as far as, like, actually, you know, getting together, we didn't have that much going on. I mean, like like I said, like, bro, you hit me back, you sent the video, you sent the goddamn playlist link, you was like, hey, listen, got you. I said to him, he was like, God damn. He was like, bro, who is this? You know what I'm saying? That I kind of had to introduce him who you were and shit like that. So like I said, bro, I, I, bro, I definitely appreciate you, man. You you definitely played a big part in my career and in his career and shit like that. And I think you're one of the, the most underrated uh, people that's in your position. Yo, that means a lot, man. Thank you for real, man. I didn't ask you to be on the podcast just to gas me up. <laughs> Uh, Rico, so talking about cosigns and like how I said, you know, guy puts on for you, and then guy just gave me a huge cosign. Like, just in an artist career, like what what does a cosign mean, man? I saw Thug just posted you on his IG story. Like, like what all does a cosign mean to you right now? Man, the game, man, the rap game is based on cosigns. Honestly, like if you if you in Atlanta for sure, it's like it's almost like a it's a. Like if you don't get certain cosigns, you can you can you can still blow, but it's gonna be harder. You gonna have to really focus on. You got to be real consistent with your fan base and really understand. You have to really understand your fan base and how to build them, 
to the point where they have to respect you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I've tried to do. But I got relationships with a lot of these people before they blew up or outside of this music. Like Slime, like, you know, I, me and Slime around the same age. We grew up around the same areas. Like, we didn't know each other growing up, but we started doing music. Like, the time, at around the time Thug blew, I had already had a record deal. So, you know, we was, we was familiar with each other, but we didn't even link or even have a relationship to recent to my brother Yet. Yeah, got it? Yeah. Yeah, I introduced me to Slime when I got out of prison this time. And we was already familiar with each other, but we built a small relationship. And um, and he just supported me. He always told me whatever, whatever, shit, whatever I need. And shit, I just, I hit him like I just dropped a project. He posted it. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate, I definitely appreciate it. Slime helped a lot. I mean, Slime got a lot of influence over Atlanta. So anytime you get a co-sign from somebody like him, it's it's gonna be, it's, it's definitely gonna be big. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, shout out to shout out to Thug Man, because uh, and for everyone listening, you know, people who know him do call him Slime for real. But I just want to verify for everyone listening, you know, Young Thug, he oh, really yeah, does. Uh, he does look out, and he's a he's a he cares more than most people. You know what I mean? Like he will help. Yeah, he definitely. I mean, besides Karen, he breeds a lot of people coming out of that. Besides just Karen, like. It's a lot of people who be like Gucci. He like, I mean, I think he come through Gucci. who did the same thing, so he picked up on that game, and and yeah, and definitely does. Gotta appreciate it. From hell yeah, well, yo, that's a huge cosign, man. I saw it myself, and I was happy for you because you know, I mean, that does, that shit does matter. Like all this matters because you have good music. That's step one. Good music, and then you get people to share it. Right. That's the that's been the whole theme of the whole podcast. But real quick, just talk about your music real quick. The project's out. But like, what does this project mean to you as far as like everything you're doing right now? It it, it was personal, Mike. That's why it's called to get back. Because at the end of the day, when I dropped the Rico act before I went to prison, I got I went to prison a month after I dropped it, and stuff was going like in a great direction when I dropped the Rico act. And then all of a sudden, I, my whole life got changed once again to the point where I couldn't even promote. I couldn't in it, and it just the whole thing simmered down. So. I had to sit up for three years and really beat myself up and really battle personal issues, like dealing with the fact basically like, man, I just really fumbled the rock. So I feel like when I when I get another chance to drop at this shit, everybody gotta feel me. Like they got to hear me. Like you got to hear me. And I that was just the beginning. I just scratched the surface with the get back. I honestly didn't even talk about really too much personal stuff on the get back. Like that was more like just me just making music that people can enjoy. I mean, it's it's a couple songs on us personal, but uh, I feel like for real, for real, like the get back is just really like more based on like exactly what it's called, the get back, basically revenge or whatever, however you want to put it. I feel like a resurrection, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, I, I can tell in your voice when you're rapping that you're taking it seriously, and that's what people want to hear. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I'm telling you told me. You told me one of the your favorite songs was the outro. Like, just talk to us about it. Like, like what what about that song? What were you thinking about when you made it, or like, why did you decide to end with it? I mean, the outro is just uh, when I did it. I honestly didn't think I was gonna do nothing with it. I was just recording just to record because I like to record at, at. I got my own setup, so I don't always gotta go to the studio. I like to record at the house, and um, and I just was speaking how I felt. That's why I like it because it's like it's, it's it's like a lot of personal feelings. It's just whatever thought came to my mind, even though that's how I record. But that was more personal feelings, like 
like about situation that was going on in my head, but not just one person. It was probably 20 different situations I spoke on. And if I thought about something, I just said it. It didn't even have to go with the next, the, the bar before that. I just said whatever was on my mind. And when I, when I listened to it, it's just, it's not a catchy song. It's not, it's not, it's not melodic. It's just really just shit straight to the point. That's the type of music I like, actually. I don't even need yeah. every bar to rhyme. Like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as long as someone's saying something. Yeah, like, it's how you deliver it and, and how, you, how you can make the audience feel it. Hell yes. When you're rapping and you're doing your music and, you know, some of the songs touch on subjects that some people have no familiarity with like don't know what you're talking about or like the song uh walking like someone might hear it yeah but what they got to understand is when you're rapping or you're making music or you're saying words on the beat however you present them if you're talking about stuff you know you've seen you've experienced that's some real shit and people need to respect it you know what i'm saying because sometimes people are like i don't want to hear this or i don't want to hear that but it's like hey if this is that guy's reality or the neighborhood yeah. or anybody like it has to be said and dealt with. You cannot ignore things, you know? Exactly. And, and regardless of how whoever feels about it, it's going on. So you might not want to listen to the song, but it's going on somewhere. So somebody going to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I had a conversation with someone recently and they're like, Oh, I don't like to listen to artists from here or there. And it's like, I had to tell them, you know, just cause you don't like it doesn't mean it has to stop though. Like the, the artist telling just, their own personal just, stories, that's everything. It's art, you know what I'm saying? It's some, somebody look at it like art. Somebody look at it like it's, it's genius, you know what I'm saying? And you could take your time and paint a, a, a fucking hundred foot mural, and somebody appreciate that the stuff to paint on the wall more than the, the mural, because yeah. it's all about how you view it. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, music is art, and I definitely feel like some people's music is are better quality than the others, but you know, everybody wants to be heard. But we co-sign this. Gary V co-signs this. We support you, bro. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for giving us some talk. Thanks to Guy. Thanks to your whole team because, like, we believe in you and we're going to be playlisting your music. Everything you drop, send it to us because we're trying to support. And, like, let's go, man. Man, I appreciate you, Mike. I appreciate Gary. I appreciate everybody. Uh, D-Rock. Uh, everybody who's been just – reached out to me and just kept contact with me throughout this this, this this time period we hope you enjoyed that episode with rico cash that was a great one for me i really enjoyed it okay i like those real conversations where we're bringing value to the listener and i hope you learned something or it sparked an idea you don't always have to learn something but if you hear me and rico talking about playlists and cosigns and you're like dang i didn't think about that my my friend next door has a playlist you know if that sparked that idea for you great you know, and I'm on Instagram, Mike Boyd Jr. Also on TikTok, same exact name. You know, I'm on Twitter. Just check us out.